It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's see South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams taking some time off to spend uh, time with his family. Big family wedding. I don't know if I'm supposed to share that, but <laughs> sorry, Bill. <laughs> track him down. It's all right. <laughs> they can track you down. He was so funny. He goes, I bought a new suit and everything. I said, good for you. Wow. Dean are filling in. Thank you so very much. Yeah, and he's, he's like sweating on the other side of the board because I got him jumping through all kinds of hoops this morning. Other than what happened at the border yesterday, which kind of like eclipsed everything else in the news, something very curious was taking place on Capitol Hill. And I was just fascinated by it. It was the House Armed Services Committee. It was a hearing with Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin to explain what happened in December when oh. he went AWOL, which you're going to find out that's what Nancy Mace called him, when he went away and had cancer, he had prostate cancer, had surgery. He didn't tell anybody, right. including the president of the United States. So nobody knew that the U.S. Defense Secretary was out of command days. Yep. And they found out after he had a surgery and while he was in the hospital. And they just make, oh, it's no big deal. Well, then they come out. Lloyd Austin comes out and says, from now on, yes, I made a mistake. I should have told my staff. He went back in in January because there were complications. And that's when this all came to light. Well, just prior to yesterday's committee hearing, he went on national television and did this press conference where he said, well, now the policy is blah, 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 blah. Fox News had a former five, four, three-star general on. He goes, uh, that's already policy. So everything that Lloyd Austin said was already in place. So basically, Lloyd Austin didn't follow any of the protocol that you're supposed right. to as a defense secretary. So anyway, here's Representative Nancy Mace grilling Lloyd Austin yesterday during this Armed Services Committee hearing. I don't have it yet. Oh, you don't? <laughs> oh, sorry. On the next one? Okay, the next. Jeez. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Live radio. It's so much fun. Thanks so very much. I ran much. out of time. <laughs> I thought you had it. I okay. can be, do a Nancy Mace impression. No, go ahead. That's that's quite all right. Okay. We don't need the Nancy Mace impression. Uh, moving along. Okay. But she did grill him. And she it was did. Great. Oh, and he, and he was extremely uncomfortable. Well, and it's funny, too, because I felt bad kind of listening to it. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just a softy in me because I felt bad because it's like, well, geez, you know, the dude had cancer. Like. So true. I, I mean, and, and she even says that at the very beginning. Yeah. She said, you know, I, I hope you, you have a, a full recovery. It goes into full right. remission. I mean, she says all that at the beginning. And then she just went, bam, bam, but. bam, bam, bam. <laughs> but, but, yeah, you know, when your defense secretary is gone for five days and nobody knows about it, yeah. who's running the military? And she made that point. She made all the right points that we talked about when this happened back in the, uh, the beginning of January when this, when this story broke about, you know, you're second in command of the world's most powerful and capable military, and no one knew that you were gone. And she kind of equated it to, you know, any other person at work. Imagine if you or I were like, you know, when you, when you had your health scare. If you were just didn't tell anybody one day. <laughs> you mean, know, okay, here's a prime and example. And you were just gone. And well, where's Jen? She's where's Jen? One of the fr- while I was in the ambulance going to the hospital. One of the first phone calls was to the general manager of this radio group. There you go. I told my daughter, because Sam was in the ambulance, I said, call Elizabeth. Yeah, she's got to know this is going on. Before I called my brothers, I was I called here. <laughs> See, and I said, "Could you tell everybody on the morning show that I don't have time to call everybody?" And you're just Jen Ross. I mean, yeah, you're I'm look, a nobody. Listen, you're important enough. No, please. but then you got Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary, He's gone, and he doesn't say anything to anybody. <laughs> Sorry. Well, they probably figured, you know, he just was enjoying Christmas at home. My I don't gosh. know. 
Uh, that wildfire <laughs> in uh, Texas, oh, you brought bad. this up. I think was it Wednesday in Rapid Fire? You I, brought it up. Sounds right. I they 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 it's it's spreading like crazy. Uh, it is now called they give they give them a name. It's the Smokehouse Creek Fire. It is now the largest fire in Texas state wow. history. It moved jumped into Oklahoma yesterday. Thirty thousand acres of land in Oklahoma burned overnight. Three mm. percent uh, contained as of last night. It may have changed this morning. I don't think so. Two people are dead, unfortunately. But they say so far it's consumed one million acres of land. Oh. It's, they're showing pictures right now on, on television. It, it, is, it is just a horrific, horrific situation for those poor people. And, you know, they showed they showed the you know, you don't think fires go that quickly. They show that it goes through and like 10 minutes later, you see all this destruction. behind it. It's like really is. It really runs through. It's one of those things you don't realize it, you know, unless you're you're in one, which I never have been. But I mean, I've seen plenty of videos of these things. They just sneak up on you. Oh, they jump. I had one years ago when we lived when when I first moved to Martin County. It was on the other side of the canal, and it didn't look like a really big fire, but it went from a little fire to a very large fire. And I was like, well, there's a very large canal between my house and, and the fire. And the firefighter's going, evacuate now. Wow. Get out of your house. And they evacuated like everybody along the canal. And we were on a very large canal. Man. It, fortunately, nothing happened. But it, it's like you got five minutes. Grab your stuff. Get out. Wow. And that was like, okay, if you're a teacher and you're listening right now, pay attention. <laughs> I like how you say pay attention, too. Like, you're the teacher. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying because this is what you're not supposed to do in your classroom. What is wrong with some of these teachers? You know, we need a second blog story for today. I feel like this is a good candidate for, for there a is, there morning is video show blog. of it, by the way. Oh, fantastic. There is video of it. Okay? Done and done. Uh, this happened a while ago, but it's it's coming up now because the girl that got hurt is now suing the school district. She's suing the teacher. She's suing the school. They're suing everybody, and rightfully so. It takes place in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It was a chemistry teacher. They were having discussions about metal and melding, okay? So this teacher, she was a female. I, I won't say her name, but she thought it would be an actually good idea to bring in swords to the classroom, real swords. I'm talking samurai swords. My gosh. Okay. So and then it gets even better because she figures, well, you know what? We're going to show you the difference in the metal between the samurai sword and I don't know how to. Is it rapier? Is that how you say the long skinny one? Like sure. you know, men, you know, like, men like in Napier. tights. Yeah, yeah, Napier, whatever rapier. Whatever, however you pronounce it, it's a European style, very thin. If you watched, you know, Robin Hood, those gotcha. kind of knives. Okay? okay, that kind of sword. So one had a samurai sword. One had that. She put the desks in a circle, and she put each kid in the class, took one of the swords, and they fought each other (laughs) in a sword fight, in a real sword fight. Yes. They had to battle it out on a timer for two minutes. Oh, jeez. Well, it was fine until, like, the third couple got up, and I don't know if it was another girl that nicked this girl, but she nicked her right in the wrist, cut all her tendons. Oh, no. She's lucky she didn't bleed to death because, I mean, there's serious serious arteries right there. Uh, the kid needed surgery, 16 years old. Uh, according to her attorney, she's lost a lot of the feeling in her hand. She can't do a lot of stuff with her hand. They're now selling, they're, they're suing for millions of dollars. But the teacher's first comment was, oh, my God, erase all of the videos you guys have. I'm in trouble. Oh, wow. So, and, of course, someone didn't erase it and has all of that on tape. Right. So this teacher's in big trouble. But what were you thinking? You're giving kids real swords. 
What are you doing? (laughs) Come on. She's lucky no one died. She's really lucky no one died. It reminded me of that scene in, in Harry Potter. You know, when Harry takes on uh, uh, Malvo there. You know? Oh, yeah, right. You know, sure. Draco. And I'm like, okay, uh, you just don't let kids fight. It doesn't come out right. So. My gosh. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's a good lesson for today. If you're a teacher, don't bring swords to, cool, uh, to, to school and have kids have a sword fight. What, what are you doing? What's even more amazing is how did this teacher get the swords into the classroom? That's a great question. Because so, these aren't little. I mean, these things are, you know, a couple of feet long at least. I am going to have this up on oh, the morning show blog. Did you find the yes. video? I found the classic. news report, and it has the video from one of the students that the students took. Look, she had this whole thing set up. Oh, yeah. She's standing there watching them fight. She, she had a clock. Them. Yeah, like, this was a big deal. Wow. This was a big, wow. big deal. I'm just saying. Wow. I just, it's just a level of stupidity. <laughs> I have trouble understanding. I'm sorry. And she was teaching chemistry. Anyway, when we get back, uh, better news. Uh, I think you heard us talk about Mark Ronson put together a video to get Foreigner into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then Paul McCartney joined in. Well, apparently it's working because now we have the tally of who's getting what is for the votes. Oh. So Foreigner may actually make it. All right, good. But somebody else is going to bump them off, I think. Really? Yeah, there's somebody way ahead, but we'll tell you about it coming up. That and, of course, the battle of the presidents at the border. Oh, and are we going to have Nancy Mace? Yes. We'll have Nancy Mace. We'll have Nancy Mace grilling (laughs) Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin coming up. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has a couple of days off. Diener uh, filling in and, and working his little butt off this morning. Thank you so very much. Uh, and it was the dichotomy of individuals at the border yesterday. Former President Trump was at Eagles Pass, Eagle Pass in Texas, uh, while the current President Joe Biden was in Brownsville, Texas. And if you go to our blog page at 850WFTL.com, you will see the dichotomy. It is, it is a stark reminder of just how feeble Joe Biden is in comparison to Donald Trump. Yeah, I don't really care is. what anybody says. There's no debating this. No, like hate Trump or not, like Biden or not, there's no there's no fight in this one. It Biden looks like he's going to fall over. It yeah. really it's it's yeah. very sad to watch. Yeah. I'm like, okay, not a good thing. No, you really have to see. I mean, because it's like you know, there's a difference. You know, we we all understand where both of these guys are, but it's just different when you see them side by side yeah, and how they're walking and how they present themselves. And it's and I'll tell you, if, if the Trump campaign was smart, which they normally are, they would use this video all the way up until November. Well, without a doubt. And then he'll put the moniker on it, the Joe Biden invasion. Right. Because that's what he called what's that's happening right. at the border yesterday. And as per, I did not see Ted Cruz, by the way. Cruz said he oh, was yeah. going to be there, but I didn't see him. Yeah, Abbott Unless was I, there. Abbott was there, but I didn't see Ted Cruz. Hmm. Did you see him? No, did I, I didn't. miss him? I, 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 I was like, because I saw the Border Patrol, the president of the union get up. Uh, that guy. Brandon Judd, he trashed Joe Biden. Yeah. He was like, you've, you've destroyed our country. And then the president, former president, got up, and, and Greg Abbott was right there next to him. But I didn't see Ted Cruz. And we had gotten that uh, from one of our listeners yesterday. said they saw Ted Cruz on Fox, and he had said he was going to be there. Speaking of which, uh, Trump was on uh, with Hannity last night. Must be nice. You must call up Sean and say, I want an hour of your show. <laughs> can, can we do an interview? Such a... <laughs> I'm, well, never mind. That's okay. yeah, yeah. I'm nice. not a big fan of Sean Hannity. I know. Be nice over there. So before, in the last break, if you happen to be listening, I said while all of this was going on on the border, very quietly on Capitol Hill, there was a 
uh, Armed Services Committee hearing with the House in regard to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and his disappearance, which it was in December for five days where he failed to notify the White House that he was in the hospital. Now, this is the guy that runs probably the largest army in the world, right? Second in command. Is he second in command when it comes to the army? He is, isn't he? And then the I mean, military? Him. Yeah. Then him, right? Yeah, chief of staff, yeah. So he's... he's Joint chiefs. He's, yeah, he's, he's incapacitated. Doesn't tell anybody, including his staff. Well, Nancy Mace, who sits on the House Armed Services Committee, she drilled Lloyd Austin yesterday. And I just wanted to share it with you because it actually made me chuckle. I felt bad for Lloyd Austin, but boy, Nancy Mace got down to the nitty gritty. So can you please tell me in just a few seconds, when a soldier goes AWOL, when they wear the uniform, when when they put their lives on the line for our nation, for you, what happens when they go AWOL? What is the punishment? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't equate uh, my going to the hospital and receiving treatment. Uh, being as going incapacitated AWOL. as a secretary here, yes, is going AWOL. So you don't equate disappearing, being incapacitated with being AWOL. I didn't disappear. I was in a, a military facility in Washington, D.C. You just testified you didn't tell your staff. She didn't tell anybody. I still don't and then, understand. And then how. she brought up, she said, wow. in January, you had to go back in. She said, when did you tell your staff then? Right. And, and she goes, did you call them from the ambulance? Did you call them from home? Did you call? No, no. When did you call them? Well, after I got to the hospital. You don't think you knew you were going to the hospital before you got there? Listen, I feel for the guy battling I, I cancer, know, yeah, but terrible. this is a dereliction of duty. You can't do that. Yeah. You're in a position of extreme power. You can't just be like, yeah, you know, I've got surgery for, for cancer going on, but no, no one needs to know. No, everyone needs to yeah, know. It's, it's it's a big deal. <laughs> you know, I mean, this guy's he's he's way up there. When you sit in the cabinet like that and you're in charge of the largest military in the world. Yeah. And especially with all the, the conflict that's going on across this world, uh, you should be in control. And he, he tried to say, well, you know, I transferred power. And then they found out he didn't transfer power. His, his own assistant, the second in command, I forget what her name is. She had no idea she had no was idea. gone for five days. There's no call, no show. Think about any other job, any other career, whatever, workplace you go to. If you're a no call, no show. They'd fire you. You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this definitely was a fireable offense. There's, there's no doubt about it. I was like, and okay. he's still there. Well, he's still there. There's no doubt about that. By the way, speaking of still being there, and I did, did you call your wife and tell her to go buy a ticket? Because you're going to be out. And when I win, you're out of the lottery pool. Just saying. Until you participate, you're not getting any of this I money. Bought your your lottery <laughs> tickets. I bought your lottery tickets last time, and I got skunked. Okay, well, you may get skunked now, again tonight, I but you can't will. win if you don't play, as they say. Bitter. Tonight's Mega Millions is $607 million. I have tickets. And if we win, you're out of the pool if you don't participate. <laughs> Go buy a ticket. I intend to participate. I don't care. You, don't pro- you can't prove to me you got a ticket from this drawing after the fact when I win. You know what I- I'll do? I'm not giving you a cent. No, I will take a picture <laughs> of myself. I'll take a selfie as I drive by the Winn-Dixie okay. and say, see, look, I was planning on going in there. <laughs> Nice Just didn't move. get to. <laughs> uh, tomorrow night's Powerball, by the way, is $443 million. Uh, and, and we're going to end on a good note because there's a lot of bad crap going on and I'm tired of it. Uh, <laughs> Mark Ronson started it because I did not know this. He's the stepson of one of the founders of Foreigner. Okay. Okay, Foreigner is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, and how that even happens is beyond me. So Mark Ronson started this whole video campaign probably about two weeks ago where you got all these famous people that say Foreigner belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then last earlier this week, Paul McCartney 
jumped in, did his own video and says, yeah, why isn't Foreigner in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, apparently it's working because Foreigner is currently in second place in the fan voting. They have 173,000 votes. Only one person's beaten him. Ozzy Osbourne, he has 187,000. Well, he's also very deserving. So true. But isn't he already in with Black Sabbath? He's already there. He is, so yeah. he's trying to get in individually. Uh, Peter Frampton is third with 168, Ugh. and then Dave Matthews close behind. Really? What do you mean, Peter Frampton? Ugh. I've never been a big Peter oh, Frampton geez. guy. Shares in fifth place. Uh, voting wow. goes on for a while, but uh, the top five vote getters get to be put on the ballot. Doesn't mean they're going to make it. It just means they get to be put on the ballot. But history has shown if you're number one on the fan ballot, you usually make it into the – So Ozzy Osbourne may be the reason Foreigner doesn't get in. Still very upset that uh, Soundgarden is not in the Hall of Fame. I I understand all those names you just put out there deserve to be in, but you got to get some of these 90s, you know – Alternative bands in there. Soundgarden was fantastic. No, they weren't really headbanging. It was alternative. Okay. Chris Cornell, Jen. I, I don't even know who exactly. That is. It was one of the greatest <laughs> all, uh, rock frontmen of all time. Okay. All right. Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Okay. Well, Chris Cornell isn't going to the Rock and Roll Hall. I'm of Fame. angry. Just oh, well, okay, angry over there. Put your anger into <laughs> Rapid Fire, which is coming up next. By the way, the class of uh, 2024 is announced sometime in April. So okay. we'll see if for- the foreigner belongs there. I'm sorry. Yes. I think you should bypass Ozzy Osbourne. Well, he's getting old, though. No, he needs to be in, too. Well, I agree, but still, I'd rather see Foreigner go because Ozzy's already in with Black Sabbath. All right, fair enough. So, And Foreigner doesn't have a foot. They don't even have a shoelace in yeah. the door. So anyway, uh, when we get back rapid fire, that means we bring you all the stupid stories we can find in five minutes. Let's do it's it. It's all next at 850 <laughs> WFTL. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. This is where we all come together and we share our thoughts and favorite stories with you. <laughs> usually, I, I don't know, Bill's usually the one that goes hardcore. I always do the fun stuff, and especially since it's on Friday, I figure, you know what? You've had a tough week already. You don't need any more bad it's been news. A long week. So uh, this is probably, uh, you know, I'm the spa- I'm the real big space geek here. And I think, Dina, you're you're getting oh, up I love there space, yeah. to me. Yesterday, I had a SpaceX shirt on that Bill gave me for I think Christmas present. Love that so, shirt, by the way. I, isn't I it a great copy. shirt? Yeah. I love that shirt. Uh, so speaking of SpaceX, tomorrow night. Uh, if you happen to be wandering outside, I don't know how cloudy it's going to be. But at 11.16 tomorrow night, there's going to be a SpaceX launch from the Kennedy Space Center. And you say, oh, well, they've got those all the time. Difference is, this one's carrying people. Oh, that late? Really? Yeah. Wow. They, they were supposed to go up tonight, and they moved it. Oh. Uh, three astronauts and a cosmonaut. You know, they got to even the score in the event that... Did, by the way, did you know anybody who saw that movie? That space station yeah. movie? No, I didn't. It was where they like a world war breaks out. And yeah, and they tell the, they each get the the cosmonauts get a phone call from Russia that says, you know, the United States and Russia are battling. Take over the space station, right? And then the United States astronauts get a phone call, you know, and in clandestinely take over the space station. I, I don't know anybody even saw the movie. Never mind. Heard about it. Maybe it'll be on streaming next week. It's probably already there, to be honest with you. But they're carrying three astronauts and a cosmonaut, uh, and then they're going up to the International Space Station. They're not spending much time there, but a couple of weeks coming home. It's like, okay, nice trip. See you later. Nice little trip. Okay. Uh, You know, if you think about it, uh, Elon Musk has changed the way we do things in space. And this is all private, you know, private NASA government, you know, agencies working together, but mainly SpaceX. And a rocket. I mean, it's amazing you think back to it because 
we, we saw a launch a few days ago. We go out in the backyard. You and I live up in the great white north there, Martin, in St. Lucie County. So yeah, it's a little bit closer to the space. Yeah, coast, all we got to do is you know look out in our backyard and we see a pretty good view. Yeah, it's a great view. And we're watching one the other day. I'm like, cool, you know, there it goes. And the kids like watching. They get excited about it. And I'm thinking back to the old days. You know, back in my day, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about the old space shuttles in Atlantis and things like that and Discovery. And it was an event. Because it was really only every few months. Maybe you had like two launches a year, maybe three. So it was a big deal a big when you deal. had a launch, when you had the, the old space shuttle, you know, lumber through and you could see it. And now it's like, you know, oh, oh, there's a launch today. Oh, well, we just saw one yesterday. So it's it's amazing that what they've been able to do. I think I turned you. Do you have the Space Launch uh, app that I, I gave you? Yeah, it's a, it's a little Space Monkey. Yeah. yeah, that's the name of it, Space Monkey. <laughs> it's If you get it and you look at how many, like, there's like five liftoffs today across the country and right. across the world. You know, they include China. They include Russia. Right. But, I mean, it's it's between here and Vandenberg and Houston. They're they're launching rockets left and right. So, True. anyway. That's a good point. That's the good news. The bad news is, and this what? is very sad. What? Remember the private moon lander, Odysseus? Was this your second story? Yeah. Or is this no, connected? this is all connected to the first one because we got a lot to fill here. <laughs> That's so, right. be Go quiet over it. there. <laughs> Jeez, let you out of the box once. Sorry. Can't shut you up. Sorry. Be quiet. We lovingly call him Odie. Touchdown oh. last week, remember? Well, remember yeah. he toppled over? Yeah. He broke his leg. Poor Odysseus. And he fell over. Clunk. So, Ugh. as of yesterday, they have deemed him dead. Oh. Poor Odie. He's no longer transmitting anything back from the moon. You do Bill's but robot voice? I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Night, night. Uh, but it was the, it's still, it's a huge accomplishment. Uh, Odie made history. First time a private company has landed anything on the moon. Yeah, that's true. So that's a big deal. It is. So now that they know they're going to make sturdier legs, the next yes. time they put up OD2, right. OD2 will have sturdy legs. A lot going on in space. There you go. Isn't it amazing? There you go. Well, I got a story, Jen. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm afraid. Politics. Oh, jeez. I knew you'd go there. Moving back to politics. Tis the season, of course, yes. as we inch ever closer to the general election in uh, just about eight months from now. But will it be... Trump and Biden? Trump versus Biden? Or will it be Trump versus Newsom? Now, there's always speculation. There has been for about a year if, you know, Biden would step down and someone else would take over and run for president on the right. Democratic side. And Gavin Newsom from California has been one of those names that has been prominently mentioned. And you love him because yesterday you talked about how he gave his buddy that owns Panera Bread a break. He Unreal. was right out yesterday saying he doesn't get a break. Unreal. I was like, okay, sure. It's just so corrupt. But... If it is Trump against Newsom, I think we found out what Trump would it, nickname he would give Gavin Newsom in a debate. Oh, he's got one for him? He has one. Uh-oh. Would you like to hear what I, Trump called Gavin Newsom yesterday? I would love to hear it. <laughs> here, here was Trump at his border speech yesterday talking about, you know, Gavin Newsom in California and how they're partly responsible for their policies as well for right. not trying to stem the flow of illegal immigrants. Here he was with his new name for Gavin Newsom. Uh-oh. Free education, free medical, free everything. I mean, all the promises that are made, no wonder they come. I mean, uh, you look at what this governor, Newscum from, isn't that his name, Newscum? Uh, <laughs> oh what he's done to California is unbelievable. Newscum! <laughs> and you know what? I'm surprised it has taken this long for somebody to actually say that. Newscom. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's brutal. Oh, my God. So if we do get a Trump and Gavin Newsom debate, oh you can expect God. to hear Newscom. That's that's priceless. <laughs> By the way, yes, Gavin Newsom yesterday was, was quick to say he didn't give his buddy that owns Panera Bread a break because, as it is California law, if you make bread 
by itself, right? It was standalone just, it store so that happens. makes bread yeah. by itself. You're exempt from the $20 an hour minimum wage requirement. And, no, no reasons. And, uh, and yeah. the guy that owns Panera Bread just happened to give Gavin Newsom uh, millions of dollars in campaign funds. And that, that that little clause just happened to be in the law that Gavin Newsom signed. Wow. Okay. All this, coincidence. This, this story will go down as the greatest story of all time. Oh, really? I, I, this amazes me. If you, okay. You've never been to California, have you? No, I haven't. There's a, Not yet. If you drive along the Pacific Coast Highway, it's probably one of the most scenic routes you'll ever see. I, I, I would incredible. even liken it to somewhat to Portofino in Italy. Wow. It's a, bu- it's a beautiful drive. Guys, delivery guy, he's cruising along. <laughs> He's in, he's in Big Sur where they got big cliffs. Right. Okay. okay. A deer runs out in the road. He swerves to miss the deer, and you guessed it, goes right off the cliff. You've oh, seen him goodness. in the, every, I think, every old dragnet or any of all those old TV dragnet, cop shows. Nice. Somebody's car went off the cliff at yeah. Big Sur. The guy gets ejected through his sunroof. Oh, gosh. And ends up on the side of the cliff. Oh, geez. While the car plummets. Really? He stays there for two days. Oh, my gosh. Two days this guy's there waiting for somebody to come get him, hoping he's going to survive. Wow. The cops fly. I guess they, they fly a plane along that runway all the, all the time, that one stretch of Big Sur or that one way of the cliffs, because this happens all the time. Cars go off the cliff, right. and then they find him at the bottom. Here's this guy hanging out, waving his arms. It took him like hours to rescue him because they had to bring special helicopters in, a special rescue team. But they rescued the guy. He had like minor cuts and scratches on him. Oh my gosh! Two days he's, he hung on, Unbelievable. just hanging out. But if he didn't jump, if he didn't get thrown out of his sunroof, he would have been dead. Isn't it amazing what we'll go through, what we'll put our bodies through to, to survive? You know, when, when that survival instinct yeah. takes over. So true. Unbelievable. But isn't that amazing? That's he was fine. That's insane. Here he was on this isolated beach, Good just hanging out, having a grand old time, going, come save me. <laughs> Hello. 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 Plane. Thank God they fly planes. Really yeah, really. Is, it really is an incredible story. Oh, thank goodness they found him. Wow. Okay, what death and destruction are you bringing next? Well, I got nothing compared to that. My gosh, I should have oh. gone before you. <laughs> I just have a story about March Madness. <laughs> Oh, is that so, starting? Well, I'll finish off with this, Jen, because uh, it's political season, but it's also basketball season. Yes. With today being March 1st. Happy March 1st, by the way. March Madness is getting on the way pretty soon. College basketball regular season is going to wrap up here within about the next week. Then we're going to get into conference tournaments, which are always a lot of fun. And then the big dance, the tournaments. We'll start in a couple of weeks. I think at two weeks from yesterday, they, actually. They, they haven't picked the seeds yet, no. have they, in each conference now? Okay. No, that'll be... I who do you think is going to be... I, I know there's all these conferences, but like, who are the top teams? I, have, I have no idea. See, this is the time where I start to pay attention so I can have some idea, at least, of what I'm doing when yeah, I pick I, my bracket. But there is one guy uh-oh. who is pretty confident in who's going to win it all. Our old buddy, Mattress Mac. Oh, jeez. This is the guy that spends, like, millions of dollars, yeah. like, on the Super Bowl, on the World Series. You always hear about him. And, and when he wins, he wins, like, big. But when he loses, he, he loses, loses big. He loses big. And if he loses this bet, he's going to lose big because he's a big Houston guy. He bets in all the Houston sports teams, Houston Astros, the Texans, everything like that. So and Houston has a basketball team? They do, and they're good. They, 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 they've won national championship before. Um, the Houston Cougars. He has bet a million dollars. Mattress oh. Mac is back in the game. He's a bet a million bucks. dollars that the Houston Cougars will win 
March Madness 2024, that they will be the national champions of college basketball. Wow. A million? I get nervous. I I bet $20 on the Super Bowl, and I was sitting there sweating. How do you bet a million dollars? And, and, and you, know, it, you know, it's just my brother told me years and years ago when I was a young little whippersnapper. He said, if you ever gamble, don't go into a casino with money you can't lose. Absolutely. If you walk in with 500 bucks, just expect to lose it. Right. And it, it can't have any financial, you know, hit against your right. life. Yes. And so that's, I. but I'm the same way. I go to Vegas, it's like $25 a, t- a hand. What are you, crazy? I know. I'm not playing this game. No. I don't have the stomach for it. <laughs> Where's the penny slot machine? Exactly. <laughs> that's me. Oh, so anyway, go. well, that's pretty cool. Keep an eye on that one. See if Houston wins it all. Okay. And, uh, well, this woman yesterday announced her resignation from this board and the company that she sits on the stock plummeted oh, uh, and including her own but she has a good reason for leaving because I'm sure she didn't do much for this company's reputation you're oh, going geez. who is it I, I will know. tell you when oh, we get back good. she's very influential I'll tell you that much it's all coming up next right here at 850 WFTL this is a Joe Biden invasion this is a Biden invasion over the past three years allowing thousands and thousands of people to come in from China, Iran, Yemen, the Congo, Syria, and a lot of other nations. Many nations are not very friendly to us. Well, that was uh, former president, uh, I almost said Joe Biden, <laughs> Jeez, Donald Trump. At Will Eagle, it into existence. Geez, <laughs> really, my mind's going mush this morning. The Eagle Pass yesterday in Texas. Uh, Greg Abbott was with him. By the way, uh, the nice person that told us on our app that... Uh, Ted uh, Cruz is going to be there. He said he just responded and said, I was the one who told you. Thanks, Mike. He goes, I was wondering where Ted was, too. He goes, he said it on Fox the night before that he was going to be there. But something must have come up and Ted Cruz wasn't there. But um, the Border Patrol union president was there. He trashed Biden. It was like night and day. You watched Trump at Eagle Pass Mm -hmm. talking about how what Governor Abbott has done in Texas and how putting up the razor wire and how they're stemming the flow of illegals across the border versus Arizona and California, where most of the illegals are going. Then you go to Brownsville, Texas, where the current president, Joe Biden, was shuffling his way in. And then he's he screwed up almost instantly. It, it was all about everyone's overrun because there's too many people coming across the border. So therefore we need to hire more agents. So we need more money. And Donald Trump, why don't you work with me and get your Republicans on Capitol Hill to pass the bill that I've already given them. Okay. Here's the problem with the bill that Biden presented or the Democrats presented to the house and the Senate. One, it had $60 billion in it for Ukraine. There was that another, I forget how many billions of dollars for various other things. And then like $20 million for the border. It's not enough money, number one, but what everybody on the Republican side wants, a separate bill, separate money for the border. They don't want it tied to Ukraine and anybody else. Well, outside of that, even outside of the money that they were trying, you know, the pork spending that they were trying to throw in there, they also put in the stipulation that, well, we're going to stem the flow of illegal immigration by only allowing 5,000 crossings a day. Okay. No, you you don't allow crossings a day. It's illegal. You're, you're having illegal immigrants come into this country from all parts of the world, age, male of, with, of, of fighting ages, which Trump also mentioned. Right. It's kind of been the elephant in the room that a lot of people don't want to talk about because it's scary that you have all these single men fighting age and in good shape coming from various countries around the world, countries that are not 
friendly with us, and they're just walking through. Hello, how right you been? in here, unsupervised. So Biden yesterday, when he's that's at the not border, a border deal. You, you know, don't allow five thousand people as a border deal. You just you stop the flow of legal immigration. Well, put it this way: it, the illegals know that because last night it was at the Canadian border. I don't know where exactly, what point of the Canadian border of the United States they stopped thirty. Chinese nationals from coming across exactly. illegally. So now they're going to other parts. They're going to San Diego, which they're getting overrun, and they're going to Arizona where they're getting overrun because they realize if they go to Texas, especially Eagle Pass, they're not going to get across the border because the razor wire is going to stop them. And by the way, it is extremely hard to leave China. It's very hard. And now it's not impossible. You have people, you have dissidents who, you know, are able to get out and they are trying to come to America for a better life and to live, you know, in, in, a, in a free country. I get that. Totally understand that. It's the American dream. But when you have the amount of Chinese nationals coming over here that are now coming, it kind of makes you wonder if it's that hard to leave, how are all these Chinese nationals getting, getting out? Here. Are they being sent out? Yeah. Wow. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, mean hello. You, you have to think about stuff like that. It's just that simple. Yeah. So, and then you went to, it, it was just, that's, you put it up, right? The side by side on our page? I did, yes. Uh, if you go to our webpage at 850wftl.com, you'll see. And, it, it is a stark reminder of how feeble this president is in comparison to Donald Trump or anybody else. I don't know. I don't even know who did the split screen. It's, it's Trump arriving at Eagle Pass. It's, it's Biden arriving in Brownsville. And it, it, the, the current president is standing next to a very large Border Patrol agent. I don't know. He's walking like in front of him. At one point, you see this agent. He kind of stops and he looks over and it looks like he's getting ready to grab Biden because it looks like Biden's going to fall over. It does. And, and, and I'm not saying that because I'm not a big Biden fan. I'm just saying it's fact. And then you watch Trump. I went, who are the? And then Trump standing at oh, the border, right. waving across the Rio Grande River because the people on the other side of the Rio Grande were screaming, "Trump, Trump, Trump!" Yeah. I'm like, he's a, he's a, he's an international star. <laughs> it was, it was people, the craziest thing in the world. These people were trying to get into the country, and what nationality they were, we don't know. But they're all, you're right on the other side of the raised wire fence at Eagle Pass, going Trump, 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 Trump. and he's waving, he's <laughs> like, and he oh turns around and says, "Even they love." <laughs> we were dying. I was dying. dying. I was like, this guy, he really is. He's, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. Uh, by the way, you can't make this stuff up either. Another scare in the sky. Uh, no injuries, but an American Airlines flight from New York to Spain had to be diverted to Boston. Left Logan Wednesday night. We're just hearing about it. Forced to land because why? Why? Cracked windshield. Oh, come on. Can you imagine you're the pilot and the co-pilot and you're sitting there and all of a sudden right across... Shh. Not good. I didn't get to my story about the the one person who created the disaster with Weight Watchers. Oh, that's but anyway, right. we got a whole another hour. Yeah, we will have that coming back, and uh, unfortunately, an update on the Texas wildfire. It's only mm. getting worse. Uh, that and so much more coming up on the South Florida Morning Show at eight fifty WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk eight fifty WFTL. Time to act. It's long past time to act. And they desperately need more resources. They need more agents, more officers, more judges, more equipment in order to secure our border. Folks, it's time for us to move on this. We can't wait any longer. Folks, the bipartisan border security deal is a win for the American people. Folks, no, it's not. Folks, folks. He said, you know what? We cut that uh, clip really short because that was the president speaking 
in Brownsville, Texas yesterday. And of course, his answer to the border problem is leave the border open and just hire more agents, more judges and spend more money to handle the influx of all these people coming across the border. Instead of saying, why don't you stem the problem at the beginning? Why don't you stop the influx of people? But no, that's not You know what that's like? If I can just make a quick analogy. Sure, please. Go ahead. Before we get into more details. That would be Diener, by the way. Bill has the day off and I'm Jennifer. Hello. How are you? (laughs) That's like saying, you know, his strategy there. Well, we're not going to stem the flow. We're just going to, we need to spend more money on agents and do this and that. And no, that would be like saying, well, I, I know that my arm is gushing blood, but instead of actually going to the hospital to get stitches to stop the blood, I just need to go and get more Band-Aids oh, okay. and yeah, keep okay. putting Band-Aids on it. And eventually, maybe it'll get better. That's, what kind know, of stupidity is that? Well, it's 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 Biden's stupidity because it's it's the way of the world. They want to let as many people in as possible because he thinks they're all going to vote for him. But after the reaction that Trump got at Eagles Pass, here's Trump at Eagles Pass, Eagle Pass in in Texas. He's with Governor Abbott, and across literally behind him, he's at the Rio Grande River. Behind him, you see the the razor wire, and on the other side of the the river. There were people. We don't know where they're from, what nationality they are. But they all started yelling, Trump, Trump, Trump. I was like, right. Yeah. Even these people know who he is. It was hysterical. He goes, yeah, they, he goes, even they like Trump over it's there. hilarious. And, and I'm thinking, you know what? They like Trump, and he's the one saying we need to shut down this border. Uh, it's the, the amount of illegal people that are, that are in this country right now, and you say, oh, you know, we need open arms. We've got to accept everybody. Yeah, well, that's I understand the American dream and, you know, trying to say, let's, you know, bring your your meek and your poor and your hungry and all those different things. Right. right? And I and I get that. Sure. Totally understand. But you got to do it the right way. We're not saying for everyone from all around the world to come in here unchecked. True. My analogy is you have a family of five. Okay, there's you, your wife, your husband, whatever the case may be, your partner, three kids. Sure. And your brother and his family want to come visit, and they got eight kids. Right. Okay. You only have room for two people. Yeah. So you have to say, okay, well, you and your wife can come, or maybe two of the kids can come, but I can't handle you and eight of your kids because you're going to kill me if you do that. Mm -hmm. There's no room. You're going to be sleeping on the floor. Where am I going to get the money to feed all of you because Mm -hmm. you say they're unemployed and I got to take you in? You're going to destroy me in the process. That's right. And that's what is happening at the border. The United States is getting destroyed. And then it was interesting because Joe Biden never mentioned the Venezuelan gangs in New York, which they are there. Uh, What do they call them? The moped gang, right? Oh, yeah. The guys on mopeds. Uh, He didn't mention... Dear old Lake and Riley, that poor girl who was out for a jog at the Augusta in the University of Georgia and got killed by that creep. Athens, yeah. Athens, sorry. Um, I knew it began with an A. I was close. <laughs> yeah, Georgia. Uh, it's, it, but Trump did. Yeah. Trump's actually said he talked to Lake and Riley's parents. Wow. He said they're devastated. I didn't hear Biden say he talked to Lake and Riley's parents. Because he knows if he calls up Lake and, Lake and Riley's parents, they're going to say, my daughter's dead because you let this creep in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and he also – and Biden also screwed it's up. true. And I, won't, I won't harp on Biden anymore, but I will for one more thing. He, he screwed up. He said, you know, if we tell we, – we can stem the flow if we tell these people they're going to be processed within two to three weeks instead of six to eight months. He was supposed to say just the, the other opposite. Way around. Yeah, well, but, that's, yeah. that's typical Joe Biden. That, that's every day for uh, – Joe Biden there. 
Give me a break. He's so she's sharp as a tack, though. Oh, don't, don't yeah. oh yeah. Uh, there's a, a a new weight loss thing going on, and I guess you've already probably heard about it, called Ozempic. Can Wolfie. I use it? Can you use it? <laughs> Do you have any Ozempic for me? No. <laughs> yeah, you got to take. It was funny because I'm. Well, I used to be an Ozempic, and I used, to, I used to look at my doctor and say, "I'm not losing weight," and she says, "Well, I, I'd have to give you like three times what you're taking." It's because you actually need it as yes. a medication. So anyway, <laughs> right. it's. Uh, uh, it, if and I'm a firm, but there's a there's a bunch. There's another one called uh, Manjuro. There's one called Trulicity. There's a there's a number of drugs. However, I, I can tell you this: the, the drug company that makes Ozempic in December alone, their profit was 635 percent. Oh gosh, that's how many people are on Ozempic now to lose weight. My goodness. Okay. Well, one of those people happened to be Oprah Winfrey. Oh. Remember Oprah showed up? Where did she showed up at some award show? Yeah. And she's, I mean, she looked stunning. She'd lost like 100 pounds. And everyone's like, wow, it's Weight Watchers. And then they dug into it. And of course, they weren't going to let it go because it's Oprah. And she finally had to admit that she was losing weight with a weight loss drug. She didn't say, but everyone assumed it was Ozempic or Wagovi, whatever the case may be. Now, here's the problem. She sits on the board of Weight Watchers, and she Whoops. I think she actually saved Watcher, Weight Watchers from going under a couple of years ago. Yeah. She spent a great deal of money. She's been on the board since 2015. Yesterday, she stepped down, and I'm sure it's all because of, you know, well, it wasn't Weight Watchers you lost your weight with. Right. It was Ozempic. Uh, she stepped down, but at the same time, their stock plummeted 27% Ouch. the minute she announced it. She took all of her stock— with Weight Watchers, and I give her credit for this, and she's donating it, about $18 million bucks to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. Jeez. That's a big deal. A lot but, of money. But she had a huge effect on Weight Watchers, and it should be interesting to see what the long-term effect is really on most weight loss programs because of this ability to get Ozempic or Wagovi or whatever it is that you want to get to lose weight. Well, yeah, well, you just got to find a doctor to give it to you. Well, it. that's the thing, but I'm also wondering, you know, there's... You're going to find out eventually, and I think there's stuff starting to come out now, that if you're not diabetic and you're taking Ozempic, you can do damage. I mean, you take it yeah. for a prolonged time. You're giving your body something that it's already producing enough of. True. You true, know? True, true. And they got to give you, like, massive doses of it. Mm. And, and uh, But everybody I know that's it. But if it's a choice between being obese and you're – okay, my brother's a doctor. Okay, we all know this, right? And he'll prescribe it. He said, okay. And I said, well, why are you giving it to people who don't have diabetes? He said, simple. You weigh 350 pounds. You're morbidly morbidly obese. You are going to die of some kind of disease right in front of me because you can't lose weight. I'm gladly give you Manjuro. I'll gladly give you Ozempic if it's going to make you lose 100 pounds in a month and save your life. And he said, and and that's he said, that's what it does. Right. You know, so, but unfortunately, Hollywood got their hands on it. Well, that's and they the thing. About it. You know, and, a lot of people will use it for vanity. They want to drop the, the 20 pounds you put on over the holidays. And yeah. Well, there you go. That's exactly what happened. Uh, yesterday, it was a great day on Capitol Hill, especially for Nancy Mace and uh, Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary. She destroyed him. And we'll have that little bit of sound coming oh, up gosh. next right here at 850 <laughs> WFTL. So can you please tell me in just a few seconds, when a soldier goes AWOL, when they wear the uniform, when they put their lives on the line for our nation, for you, what happens when they go AWOL? What is the punishment? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't equate uh, my going to the hospital and receiving treatment. Uh, being as incapacitated AWOL. as a secretary here, yes, is going AWOL. So you don't equate 
disappearing, being incapacitated with being AWOL. I didn't disappear. I was in a, a military tell, uh, you didn't medical tell your facility you just, in Washington, D.C. You just testified you didn't tell your staff. That would be Representative Nancy Mace from South Carolina just uh, holding Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's feet to the fire yesterday. Uh, it was at a House Armed Services Committee hearing, and it was all about... But this took forever. Here we are. It's, you know, March already. This the end of February. And and I understand, you know, she started off that questioning with, you know, Mr. Secretary, we're so sorry you were diagnosed with prostate cancer and you have to go through this. Or, you know, uh, we all hope that you have a speedy recovery and you're going to remission. And then she just went bam, 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 bam. But basically she got him to admit that for five hours, even though he knew. In the middle of Feb- in the middle of December, he was going to have surgery. He had surgery a couple of days later, out of commission for five days in ICU. He never told a staff member. That's ever. the amazing thing. No he, one knew he, where he was. How can you do that in any? Listen, and this actually Nancy Mace actually made this point, and we said this a couple months ago when the, when this news broke, and it remains true, which is. You are the Secretary of Defense. You are the most powerful people in this country because you oversee the U.S. military. Yeah. Along with the presidents and the Joint Chiefs of Staff. You're the guy. And you're out here not telling anybody that you're incapacitated. Yeah. I mean, we're lucky nothing. We're in one of the most dangerous, volatile moments in, in our country's history right now. Okay. Right. Going on right. We are teetering on the edge on so many different fronts. And this guy was just like, meh. Yeah, I'm going to go in the hospital for five days. <laughs> nah, not tell anybody. anybody. But you brought up a very, a, a very good point. It, it, just take yourself. You know, if you're listening right now, take yourself and just disappear for five days. Don't call your boss. Don't tell your what? your kids. Don't. I disappear for a couple hours and I don't call my kids. It's like they're getting ready to call the Coast Guard to come look for me. I mean, right? Like, where you the imagine? hell are you, Mom? I'm like, I just went shopping. You didn't answer your phone. What's wrong? I'm fine. Listen, you know? your real life example, when you had your, your, your health scare, you had to be rushed to the emergency room. What was the first thing you did? You were in the back of the ambulance I going had, to the hospital. I had my daughter call our general manager to tell every. I said, you know, I can only, I said, just tell Elizabeth what's going on. She needs to know. So Elizabeth was, I mean, and she's the head honcho. So I figured she could disseminate the information. Her comment was, just get better. I said, I have no idea how long I'm going to be gone. You know, this could be a big deal. So, uh, it's unreal. It, it's, it's, yeah, that's, it, that's the sad part. I, I called my boss before I called my family. My brothers found out after the fact, but that's besides right. the point. Uh, but for the defense secretary to disappear, so it should be interesting. I don't know what's going to happen. Probably nothing. Uh, Lloyd Austin was up on Capitol Hill the d- day before yesterday uh, answering questions and telling people at a press conference exactly you know what changes have made. And Fox had on like a four-star general going, uh, those, he goes, he's lying. This stuff is already in place. This is stuff that's already been there. And he followed protocol. None of this would have happened. So I, I, is, anybody gonna, is anything going to happen? No. Lloyd Austin isn't going to go anywhere and, and things will stay the same because he just didn't follow direction. And he'll get a slap on the wrist. Which Why are you is, looking at me? Like, the, the look of disgust you just gave me. <laughs> it's true. I, <laughs> it's like, holy cow. It's just so sick of these people getting away with some of the worst job performances we've ever seen in this country's history. From top to bottom in this administration. Yeah, so true. And they just, you know, one hand protects the other. 
No, there's no accountability. And that's why we have the failures at every single turn right now because there's no accountability on, on, on anywhere. Oh, you just made me remember my little pea brain. Uh, that funny <laughs> Willis, that funny Willis case. Oh, okay. So Nathan, I got to go look this up, and, and I, I'm sorry if I get the names confused. Uh, Nathan Wade is the guy that she ha- hired to be the special prosecutor against Trump. Okay, uh, Fonnie Willis, we call her Fanny. She's the district attorney for uh, Georgia, and she's going after Trump in the election situation. Okay, her boyfriend, they said, uh, was hired, although he wasn't qualified enough, I guess, to be the special prosecutor. Then they found out that she paid him in excess of $685,000 and all that money was used on her to go on trips and da 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 Wow, you mean democratic corruption. I never saw this coming. Okay, so what they did was, yeah. <laughs> then, then Trump's people come, his attorneys come in and say, you know what, we need to find out when this love affair started. So they bring in another attorney who happened to be Nathan Wade's partner, also his divorce attorney. Uh-huh. He was the guy the past couple of days on the stand that when they showed him a text about so when did this affair ha- start? He says, oh, it didn't start until 2000 such and such. And he goes, well, what about this text message from 2018? And he just went, oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yesterday, while he was on the stand, and I, and I, I will go find the details here, but in, in general, what happened was you found out that the reason Trump's people, his attorney, that, that pretty blonde girl, I don't know what her name is and I apologize, that the reason they found out that all of this was going on, it was that attorney, Nathan Wade's divorce attorney, that sent all the text messages to the other side. So here's really? the guy getting questioned. He's the one that gave him all the information. He was the squeaky wheel that uh, took care of things. What that, a mole? Yeah. How do you like that? Did not because see that coming. He probably figured, you know what, I'm not, this is eventually going to come out, and I'm not going to go down with him. So it, it, was, it was interesting to see the turn of events yesterday that this guy was actually on Trump's side. It was interesting. Huh. I was like, huh, oh, that's pretty fun. Uh, there's so much corruption. Oh, it's so, and everywhere it's, you look. Just not disgusting. only just with the with no, the it's Democrats. Yeah. It's with the Republicans. Absolutely, as well. we understand that. There's Absolutely. no doubt about it. Um, what did you remember? What I teased because I didn't write it down. Nope, okay. not a chance. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. Can you can you get my music little bed out that we had? Oh, sure. Of my dad's one of my dad's favorite shows. Uh, if you have money to burn, and and I mean money to burn because this is this is not a cheap endeavor, uh, the New Jersey restaurant booth that was featured in the Sopranos finale is now on sale on eBay. Now that's the booth where the entire Soprano family sat. There they are. I love that song. They gathered at the Holston Brookdale Confectionery, popular place d- during the show. Uh, millions of people watched that show, by the way. As a matter of fact, yesterday they had. Uh, a list of the most watched finales. I think it came in like sixth. Number one, MASH, still. Still to this day, No one can beat that one. Wow. Not even close. Anyway, that booth with a sign, with the plaque, the divider wall, all kinds of stuff is now uh, on eBay because the restaurant that actually had the booth is getting renovated. So they figure, oh, we might as well make some money. Uh, As of last night, there were 150 bids, but whether or not it's true, uh, the latest bid is over $50,000. Wow, for that booth where the family sat. So what happens? Where do, I mean, you buy that. Obviously, you have if you can spend fifty thousand dollars on a piece of TV memorabilia, then you have a big enough house to put it somewhere. Yeah. So I mean, do you put that in a collector's, you know, area of your house, or is that going by like your kitchen table? Like, hey, here's I, my Sopranos booth. 
I, I guess it I'd depends. I put it by the kitchen table yeah, personally. <laughs> I, I, I guess it depends on who the person is. You know, yeah. if fifty thousand or a hundred thousand dollars is nothing to you, you know, I guess it, it. You know, do you have a home studio? Maybe you'd put it in your home studio. True. I, I wouldn't be able to fit it in my house. I, I can tell you that. No, me my, my little tiny house, it wouldn't fit, yeah. and, and it would be outside with the horse. I don't know. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have fifty thousand dollars to spend. Well, me and you both. So that's besides the, the point. So. Anyway, oh, we got rapid fire coming up. Oh, here up. we go. And I am going to test you. We're, we're putting Diener's brain on the block. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, you, no, I you'll get fail. this. I'm going to give you some hints, and you have to tell me what they all mean. Okay. It's, it's pretty – you'll know this instantly. Sounds fun. There is no doubt about it. And there's a new birth right here in Palm Beach County that we'll share with you. Really? A big one, too. And you can go see him or her. I don't know what it is. Do you know? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Well, we'll go to you anyway. That's all come up in rapid fire next right here at 850 WFDL. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, this is where we all get together and uh, we share our thoughts. We pick our favorite stories to share with you. Bill is uh, off for a couple of days, so Diener's filling in. So we, we do maybe a couple of extra minutes because we got to fill time. Go for it. And it's Friday. It's the last rapid fire of the week. I refuse to leave on a bad note. So all of my stories are going to be good. You got good stories over there? You'll see. If not, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> You're done. Anyway, there's a reason to go to Lion Country Safari. I love that place. Me too. Uh, They welcomed a new rare endangered ape. Uh, It is a new white-handed gibbon. It was born on February 17th. It's the first one to be born at the park in nearly 28 years. That's a big deal. Now they say the the little ape will cling to its mom until it matures and then begins to explore on its own. I I don't know what that timeline is. Uh, The baby's parents, 23-year-old. Tam- wow. Tamatha, Tamatha, I don't know how to say it. 36-year-old Larry. Oh, he's a... Larry. Wow, Larry, 36. Wow. 23-year-old. Jeez. Excuse anyway, me, Larry. Larry, robbing the cradle. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're visible with the baby on their little habitat. They say, uh, park officials say when you drive through, it's the last habitat that you'll see in that section of with the, those apes. Yeah, it's over by the uh, giraffes. The white-handed gibbons. I'm very familiar. Really? Yes. They're lesser ape species native to the rainforests of Asia. I'm taking notes. They're generally monogamous, produce one offspring after a gestational period of about seven months. Huh? Uh, so they're like almost like Close people. to humans. Uh, average life in the wild is 25 to 30 years under human care, 44 years. So they're on the endangered list, populations decreasing, but uh, kudos to Lion Country Safari and their new white-handed gibbon. Leave the white-handed gibbons alone. Why Why are we endangering white-handed gibbons? I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. Love those things. They're cute. Yes. They're they cute. have those long arms. They flail their arms back and forth whenever they walk. <laughs> they look like Beto O'Rourke yeah, when, exactly. when they walk. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> this was something I wanted to update this because I had brought this up. I, it might have been uh, Monday or maybe late last week, but there was talk going around that Ron DeSantis was going to sign into law a provision Basically unsealing grand jury testimony relating to the Epstein trial That's and right. the case down here mm-hmm. that took place down here. Well, he did it yesterday. It is signed, and they're going to unseal documents and basically everything having to do with that case that took place down here in 2006, I think it was, uh, I was reading, when that whole 
trial yeah, that took place has down to here do. I, I can't think of the girl's name, unfortunately, and I apologize, but the girl that was the Royal Palm Beach High School student. Right. And what happened at, Jeb, at Epstein's place over in Palm Beach. I, I think it was, it's either 10 years after or if the person involved is dead or if it happens to happen to be a child sexual uh, discrepancies, then you can release the information. And that's how they got around that law. So it fell into like every category. Epstein died in 2019. Really? Five years ago. Wow. Believe that? No, I don't. That, wow, that was a long time ago. Seems like it was just yesterday. I know. I can't wait to read this because it's going to have names. It's going to have a lot in there. You yeah, know? right. You know, this was one of the, I guess, original lawsuits that came out against them. You know, he's talking about... Well, they're trying to see if he was given special treatment by the prosecution, is what they were looking mm. for. Did he get special treatment because of who he was? You know, so... and, and so We're going to find out. And, yeah, you can only hope that if the people that were involved at the time gave him special treatment, they're no longer around. He only ended up serving uh, just over a year in custody at that time, Jeffrey Epstein, after yeah. he was, you know, uh, the counts that they were able to get him on anyway, because there was so much that went into that. So we're going to find out more about it in July. The law takes in, uh, into effect July 1st. Okay, I'm going to test your knowledge here, Mr. Diener. Go for it. I'm going to give you some catchphrases. Oh, okay. okay. And then you have to tell me who the rightful owner of these catchphrases is. Bugs Bunny. Are. I didn't get there yet. Oh, sorry. Will you be quiet? <laughs> Let me get through it first. One of them I don't know if I can say because it's got a bad word in it. Okay. So I'll take it out of there. The Brahma Bull, the great one, the most electrifying man in sports and entertainment, the people's elbow. Oh, the people's champion. Uh-huh. You know who it is. It's all becoming much more clear now. <laughs> How about if I said, know your role and shut your mouth? Yeah, it's The Rock. It is The Rock. Or, if you smell what The Rock is cooking. That gives it away. And then, of course, Jabroni. He has a lot of catchphrases. Boy, does he ever. Well, when Dwayne The Rock Johnson joined the board for TKO, the company that now owns the WWE. Right. And the- UFC. Oh, really? Yeah. They gave him not only the rights to his name, The Rock, but all of those other names, rights. Wow. So all of his slogans? He has rights to all of his slogans? Now he and- has rights to all of those slogans, catchphrases, nicknames. Holy cow. That one was candy. Mm. Rudy Poo candy. Oh, Rudy Poo candy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I just stopped there. But Rock anyway. bottom. Rock bottom. That was another one. People's okay. elbow. I said people's you said, elbow. You said that, right? Yeah, I said that. Uh, the most electric. No, you're rolling. Shut your mouth. You said that was a big one? Yeah, it is. Really? See, I would I would have known only if you said if you smell what the rock is cooking. I don't know any of those other things. <laughs> but it is funny because there's there's certain guys in wrestling where unless you're like a wrestling nerd like me, I can give you 40 years of wrestling history right now and just sit here and tell you about things. But for the most you know casual people, they just kind of you know maybe pay attention here and there. There are guys who make that leap from wrestling world into pop culture where they're known on you know. A, they're very widely known. Just right. even if you don't he's watch one wrestling. of them, he's probably he's one the, of them. Who was the guy that uh, the, the governor of Minnesota? Uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve oh. Austin. Like people know these names. The Undertaker. Like, you don't even have to be a wrestling fan to know. You know, some the, the, even some of their catchphrases. Who's the Undertaker? Oh come on! I don't know who the Undertaker Jay, is. You I'm just sorry. Ruined my theory. <laughs> I'm sorry. I knew the other ones. I don't know who the Undertaker come is. On. Who is he? I don't know who he is. He's. I, the, the dead man. 
He's well. He's the yes. Undertaker. Yeah. So I, I would come out in a long black trench coat and he's bum 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 okay, bum. Yeah, you're nerdy. Nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're too much of a nerd over there for me. <laughs> Even Ronaldo knew who the Undertaker was. They brought him out to a soccer match in Saudi Arabia. Ronaldo was watching him like he was like this excited little kid. His face was lighting up. He's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. In your dreams. I Keep see. going over there. Anyway, continue with your story. Done. You're going to depress me a bit of good you. news. Done with you. You and your rock <laughs> over there. My rock. Well, actually, I'll use it as a segue. A segue? Yes. A good old segue here to finish off because Mr. Dwayne Johnson is also involved in this story. They came out with a list of presenters. Some people you can expect to see at the Oscars next Sunday night. What is he doing at the Oscars? No offense. It's Hollywood rock, Jen. Oh, come on. He's a a movie star. Yeah, okay. Along with Dwayne Johnson, you can also expect to see Chris Hemsworth. You're excited about that one, right? He's nice to look at. There you go. Get you you excited there. (laughs) Michael Keaton. I like him. Jennifer Lawrence. Like her. He'll be there. How about uh, Bad Bunny? You a Bad Bunny fan? I have all of his albums. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I heard you rocking Mm -hmm. Bad Bunny the other day going out of the parking lot. Regina King. Kate McKinnon. That's uh, from so Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah, but she's also uh, she's also a crazy Barbie. She was crazy Barbie. It's a, yes. Not crazy, whatever it is, the one that that has you know makeup all, all the over hair her face. And everything. Yeah, yeah. She, she Rita, was, uh, Rita Moreno. How oh, about that? She's she's, oh, she's a legend. She's gonna make an appearance. Wow. Catherine O'Hara. I love Catherine O'Hara. I, uh, well, I wonder if she's, they're gonna show a glimpse of Beetlejuice because she's in that. That's the new one. Maybe she comes out with Michael Keaton. That's probably what it is. There you go. See, you're rewriting the script for the Oscars. We have deducted the code there. Who won Best Picture last year? Oh, wow. Isn't that funny? No one remembers. Best Picture last year? I I have no idea. Who won Best Actor? Who won Best... No one remembers. It's like you guys remember, like Bill... He is like a walking billboard for the Super Bowl. You Super guys, Bowl, I can remember. Super Bowl 25, who won? You would be able to tell me. Probably. Yeah, if you thought about it, right? <laughs> yes. Bill would know at me. No, I don't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you one last year. Kansas City, right? Yes. Okay. Kansas right. City and Kansas City twice. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Back to back. That wasn't, was the Will Smith slap last year? No, I don't think so. Was, was that Was that two years ago? I have no idea. See, <laughs> I, see I don't think I watched the Oscars last year because they ticked me off so much the year before. Because he won Best Actor that year of the slap. That's right. And it, that the slap the, took precedent. Yes. Everyone that, forgot that he won Best Actor. That was the King Richard movie where he played Venus and Serena Williams' father. And he Richard was very Williams. good in that role. I will give him credit for that. Huh. But no. I would have to look this up. Oh, well, rapid fire's over. Oh, you're done? That's it, done. Oh, well, the heck with you. I didn't even know. So anyway, <laughs> when we get back, uh, I have no idea what we're talking about. Good. None whatsoever, but we'll find something. I promise we'll share it with you. Coming up next at 850 WFTL. <laughs> free education, free medical, free everything. I mean, all the promises that are made. No wonder they come. I mean, uh, you look at what this governor, Newscom from, isn't that his name, Newscom? Uh, what he's done to California is unbelievable. Okay. Newscom. Newscom. You know what? And the only reason it, it popped was not only it was the name, but why is he talking about California's governor? 
Aha. Uh-huh. Because he's not an opponent. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. Not yet, but he's already laid the groundwork. So I think the, the Donald gave us a little hint yesterday. It could be Gavin Newsom, who's going to be put in for Biden when Biden finally falls over and they say he can't run for the presidency. That was my question, right? So obviously that was from yesterday at the border. Trump is talking about all these different things at the border yesterday, and he mentions Gavin Newsom. So is he mentioning Gavin Newsom? Was that a a, a strategy was that you know a, a political play because they maybe just in case they go up against him he's already kind of laid the groundwork for a name or is he just talking about Gavin Newsom because he's at the border and California's a border state? I, I think it might be all of the above. Okay, you know, he's not a big Gavin Newsom fan because remember when he went to California a couple of times he was like this guy ain't gonna meet me <laughs> and yeah, Gavin right. Newsom was like on the other side of the state. So, uh, but that was uh, Trump yesterday at Eagle Pass in Texas. Uh, our president, Joe Biden, was in Brownsville, and it was a stark dichotomy. And if you go to our website at 850WFTL.com and our page, you will see side by side uh, just how – As what is what does Bill say? Oh, Bill's out, by the way. He uh, has a family uh, wedding going on for the next couple of days. Um, he says he's – He's, de- he's decomposing right he is. before our eyes. He is. It's so true. I mean, he's, he's absolutely right when he says that because every oh time God. you see him, he's – and I'm talking about Biden, not Bill. Every time you see <laughs> Biden, he looks worse. He sounds worse. He's walking worse. It's really, really bad. Yeah, it really – and you know what else I noticed yesterday? Every time he coughed – he would cough into his hand. Always coughs into his hand. And then he was shaking hands and I'm thinking, yeah, he's, oh. got, the, he's got that cough. Ah, that would be that would be concerning to me. I'm just saying, you know. I, golly, I, I just, can't believe you really do. If you didn't get to see the video of the side by side, go watch of it. Trump and Biden yesterday at the border. It's a side by side of them basically, you know, walking in their respective areas. They were a few hundred miles apart as far as you know the the cities that they were in. But you have to see just it really really hits home when you see them side by side. The stark difference. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, and you realize just how how feeble. This current morning show is. blog, 850WFTL.com, and oh, on the very powerful 850WFTL app as well. Yeah, and we get all kinds of messages on the app. By the way, we were talking earlier about the Oscars. Um, what's his name? Will Smith won in 2022. Oh, okay. Last year, it was like everything, everywhere, all the time, all That's in one place. Right. That movie won that everything. That multiverse movie, yeah. and the Asian actress won yeah. Best Actress. And she was the oldest actress, I think, to win Best Actress. Really? I love I her. She so. was in the Shanghai, the, the, the yes. Five Rings, or whatever the heck it was called. Yes, she was She was that. the aunt in that. Jamie She's... Lee Curtis won Best Supporting Actress, and everybody was happy about that. I think okay. that movie won everything. It did. It, so, And I didn't watch. I didn't see the movie. And I, I don't think I watched last year because they got so woke the year before. However, this year so far, you had Screen Actors Guild. You had uh, the Grammy Awards, which usually are really woke. Uh, you had a few. There was a couple others. They've Directors all been Guild. Good. They've all been, yeah, yeah, they've all been on the up and up because they realize they're taking a hit by being woke. This is the final test. So Can the, the Oscars. Oscars be a good show next Sunday with Jimmy Kimmel? It's March 10th. Well, it's the fourth year he's done it. I know. I, I, I know. They can't get rid of him. But uh, better him than Fallon. He's like a bad rash. Fallon's 10 years. Coming up in April, they got a special with him for 10 years. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, closer to home. Tomorrow night at 11.16, look up. It's so far, there's a 85% go. It might be more than that. Kennedy Space Center, a SpaceX rocket will be carrying three astronauts and a cosmonaut to the International Space Station. What time is that again? 11.16 tomorrow night. Supposed to be tonight. Uh, It was supposed to be tonight at midnight, right after midnight, and they moved it. Uh, uh, Sad news with NASA. The private moon lander, Odysseus, we lovingly call him Odie because no one wants to say Odysseus a thousand times. Nope. 
He had a broken leg. No. Uh, so he fell over. He's oh. dead. No, they've declared him dead. He's dead? He's dead. <laughs> he just landed there a few days I ago. I want to go to bed. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. very dire. <laughs> Bill's robot voice. I don't, Bill. Yeah, that's about the only <laughs> thing I can do that Bill does. Uh, this is all good news because I'm not ending with bad news. How much time do I got left? One minute. Mega million, 607 million. Tomorrow night's Powerball, 443. Greatest story you'll hear today. Guy driving on. Uh, the Pacific Coast Highway in Big Sur goes off the cliff, gets oh thrown all out of his car through the moon roof. This is a good story. Listen, okay. the car plummets 400 feet. <laughs> oh, the guy gets ejected through the moon roof, <laughs> sunroof. No. And he lives because he got ejected. He's hanging out on the side of the cliff. Two days he was there. Oh, my gosh. They, and, and I guess the California Patrol, they, they surveyed this. So they flew by and they saw him on the side of the mountain going, yo, help me. Wow. They saved him. He had the cuts and scrapes. That was it. Because he got ejected through the moonroof. Well, I'll tell you, that was a rough middle and, and beginning, but you paid <laughs> off in the end. I'll give you credit. We're out of here, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll we're be done. back Monday. You and me again. Oh, yeah. How did we give Bill three days off? I don't know. I'm not coming you in. Does he have pictures? What do you mean you're not coming <laughs> in? Anyway, have a great weekend. Thanks for being here, and we hope to see you Monday morning at 6 o'clock. Take care.